Brought to you by PrayLatin.com, makers of prayer cards featuring complete English phonetic renderings of Latin pronunciations. We have a couple of truly bizarre stories that come to us from Holy Week statements made by Francis. and In one case, I say allegedly made by Francis. Because for once, at least one of these stories may actually just be a translation issue. But it's not a translation issue that could have been made innocently which is even weirder given who we're talking about. And it leads me to ask a basic provocative question at the start. Are the Jesuits at American Magazine openly in service to Legion? And I know that sounds preposterous, even for the same Jesuits who want to toss out the moral teachings of the faith. But as you'll see here, they put words in Francis's mouth via translation that couldn't have possibly been made in error. And I'm not one to defend Francis on things that he says, and I never ever engage in Pope splinting. This isn't one of those weird websites like the place I call Where Paca is, where mental gymnastics to defend Francis and make him sound Catholic are the order of the day. But today's a bit different because he made some pretty bland statements about the need to love those abandoned by the world, and they got turned into something demonic. All this while actual weird and kind of dark messaging is coming out of Rome, and especially at the same speech where he gave where he made this alleged statement. We're going to go over this. So let's start with the American Magazine error, which leads with the story headline. Read, Pope Francis homily for the Palm Sunday 2023. The abandoned are the Christs of our day. Okay, honestly, a lot of the homily isn't really a big deal. It's what you would expect from a man whose main message is mercy and accompanying the poor and the rest of the stuff that Francis does that honestly isn't the problem most of us have with him. Here is the offending quote in question, though. The things Francis is alleged to have said according to America Magazine's article, which at the time of the recording are still up in the article. An eagle-eyed trad on Twitter noticed this, so from the bad translation of the Palm Sunday address of Francis as translated by America Magazine, here's what they claim he said. Quote, Jesus wants us to care for our brothers and sisters who resemble him most, those experiencing extreme suffering and solitude. Today, dear brothers and sisters, their numbers are legion. End quote. As this Twitter user points out, the term legion is something loaded with biblical meaning. It's what demons called themselves in the Gospels, and it's always in Christian language associated with the demonic. It's never a good thing to say they are legion. The abandoned are legion. That's what, they, that's what they're saying. What in the world is America Magazine actually trying to suggest here? And I say America Magazine because if you look at the actual Italian words of Francis, his words are most logically translated as, quote, Today, dear brothers and sisters, there are many abandoned Christs. Instead, America Magazine tells us that their numbers are legion, which is most curious. Saying that there are many abandoned Christs is nothing really problematic, and I wouldn't even be commenting on this if that's what he was reported as saying, but instead, America Magazine really got inventive in their translating of the words of Francis. Are they trying to create controversy for clicks where there just isn't any? They posted this in Holy Week, which makes it all the more bizarre and inappropriate to do. Now, let me know if you think this reveals more about the people at America Magazine than it does anyone else in the comments below, or if you think this is an innocent screw-up on the part of the Jesuit church which is, as far as I can tell, in de facto schism with the actual Catholic Church anyway. And I led with that, because Francis's statements wouldn't be otherwise controversial, except he does characterize the people he talks about in this way. He says we need to, quote, embrace people written off as problems, and 
I actually wholeheartedly agree with him, and I'd love it if he'd start with traditionalists, and especially traditional religious, like the nuns that made the mistake in the eyes of Rome of embracing the traditional liturgy, and are now facing having Rome at the Order of Francis try to illegally seize their property so they can sell it off, with their only crime being that they abandoned the neocatechumenal way and embraced traditional Catholicism. That, you know, rigid preconciliar faith that no longer fits with the theology of Francis in Francis's own words on the subject, if we are to take him at face value. And Rome, at the behest of Francis, is trying to do this to these nuns using the secular authorities, which is even worse. Yes, Francis, let's embrace the abandoned who have been written off as a problem by your own Roman Curia. But he can't do that because Francis declared anyone who holds the traditional morality of the faith to be infiltrators in the church. Yes, he took Dr. Taylor Marshall's famous book title and accusation against the modernists and applied them to anyone who doesn't want the church to embrace the uh, um, James Martin sin. He did this in a new documentary that's available on Disney+. Plus. By the way, I, I have to ask, why, what in the world is Disney Plus doing making a documentary about the man the world thinks is the Pope of the Catholic Church? What interest does Disney have in Francis? Are they trying to get some of that lucrative Catholic audience? Possibly, but I mean, they've lost a lot of their own subscribers recently, so I don't blame them for trying to branch out. But I don't understand it. And when you take into account Disney being at the vanguard of promoting evil ideas in the world today, it doesn't make sense. But I digress. Francis' statement from them reads as follows. From the Vatican News Agency article on this, we get a description of a young person asking Francis about the ideology of the flesh that permeates the world right now. And this person in question fully admits to holding to that ideology and rejecting concrete reality about the flesh, its purposes, and its limitations, and adopting a fictional persona for themselves. They even explain to Francis what some of the popular terms of our time being foisted upon us by our rulers actually mean. And I'll remind you that our rulers, including our hosts here, will ban anyone who disagrees. Anyway, Francis responds in this way, quote, The Pope responds by broadening the horizon to the ecclesial challenge of inclusion. Every person is a child of God. Every person. God does not reject anyone. God is Father. And I have no right to expel anyone from the Church. Not only that, my duty is always to welcome. The Church cannot close the door to anyone, to no one. Immediately afterwards, the Pope addresses criticism to those who, with the Bible as a reference, promote mean words and justify the exclusion of the James Martin movement from the church community. Such people, he says, quote, are infiltrators who take advantage of the church for their personal passions, for their personal narrowness. It is one of the corruptions of the church, end quote. Thanks, Francis. I hate it. I do want to clarify something here. Those of us who oppose that demonic ideology don't oppose the people in question from entering the church. Quite the opposite, actually. We want the same for them that we want for ourselves. We want them to authentically repent, to embrace the saving grace offered by Christ through his church. And we want them to live a sacramental life, seeking sanctity and abandoning their former sinful lives. The main difference between the people in question and most of the rest of us is that our lives were not characterized by explicit sins that the Bible says cry out to heaven for justice. That's it. Our lives were characterized by other sins that were pretty bad too, and none of us thinks we're saints and beating our chests thanking God he didn't make us like those poor reprobates and that we're so great saints and all the rest. Instead, what we want is the church to witness to the truth of the gospel 
and its call for people to go forth and sin no more. After all, souls are on the line. People's eternal destiny is on the line. What we don't want is for the church to suddenly become passive in the face of sin at the very best, and at worst, to try to change the teachings of the faith to make sin okay, which the church can't do, but some voices want that to happen anyway. Some of Francis's friends in the Roman Curia are openly calling for that to happen, and without any sense of self-awareness, and they've given absolutely no thought what that would do to the claim that the operation in Rome right now is the true Church of Christ. And for wanting those things, apparently, we are infiltrators in the Church, guilty of the highest form of corruption. Meanwhile, American Magazine gets away with making it sound like Francis was saying that, they're, that those pushed to the margins of society are basically demons and they'll face no punishment for that excess. You'd think somebody would call the Jesuits up and tell them to fix that. Kind of makes you wonder, but doesn't it? And all of this while the German Synodal Way is continuing to go on. And, you know, in its final meetings, they decided to openly change the church's teachings on certain sins. They decided to just reject the church's limitations on ordination and the laity preaching at mass and all of these other things. They ignored Rome's injunctions against them. Francis's own Roman Curia has repeatedly stepped in and said no to those excesses, to them desiring to go it alone, to change what the church teaches on a whole host of things. Here we saw Francis say, I don't have the authority to kick anyone out of the church. Anyone, including those whose actions have ipso facto automatically removed them from the church. So says Cardinal Mueller. So say other bishops reasonably orthodox-minded bishops and even some not-so-reasonably-orthodox-minded bishops who oppose what the Germans are doing. And Francis told the Germans recently that what's going on in Germany is the work of the Holy Ghost. And remember, folks, we are the infiltrators in this question. And all we want is the faith, the same faith that our great-grandparents had, the same faith that the doctors of the church had, the same timeless, unchanging faith. That is what we want. But we're not allowed to have that. Asking for that makes us infiltrators. I don't understand this per se. I mean, I do understand this because Cardinal Roach, a few others around Cardinal Roach, all of whom are around Francis, have said that the theology of the church changed at Vatican II. And that we needed to get rid of the old mass because it didn't fit the theology of the church. And when you say the theology of the church changes, you are admitting to a new religion. Maybe that's what Francis is saying. That we are infiltrators in this new religion because it doesn't fit that new religion's version of the gospel. And you should remember what our Lord, and in sacred scripture, what the warning was about those who promote a new gospel. That if any, that anyone, even an angel, come to you with a new gospel, turn away from them. That's what we are told. So when anyone in the church, with a, with a formal office in the church, tells us that it is time to change the teachings of the church to fit this new ecclesiology of the church, they are promoting a new gospel. They are promoting a false gospel. We have no duty to follow a false gospel. And in fact, when they promote this false gospel, our duty, according to inerrant sacred scripture, is to turn away from them. We are to cling to the faith. 
And that is what I think most of these folks don't understand. That our loyalty is to church, to the faith, to Christ. And not to any one man who wants to do what he wants to do to the church without any thought given to the consequences of it. Let me know what you think of this in the comments, please. Like and subscribe if you haven't. It does help. As does sharing this on social media. That helps a lot, too. As always, pray for the church. I'm Anthony Stein. Ave Maria.